Podcastle, episode 356, for March 27th, 2015. Super Baby Moms Group Saves the Day by Tina Connolly. I'm very happy to say that this one is rated PG. Hello and welcome back to Podcastle. I'm Dave Thompson, your host and co-editor. How are you? It feels like it's been a while since we were able to do this properly. I'm happy to be here for one more show. Anna and I have a very special episode for you next week that you're not going to want to miss that Anna's hosting. And we stepped in a time machine one last time to bring a very special Podcastle spotlight to all of you in the next day or two. So, in short, I come bearing gifts. Several of them. First... This story was written by someone near and dear to us at Podcastle, none other than Tina Connolly. Tina also just narrated a short story collection by another friend of ours, Alex Schwartzman, who happens to be the editor of the Unidentified Funny Objects Anthologies, which is where not only this story was published originally, but also Ken Liu's The MSG Golem, Jim C. Hines's Stranger vs. the Malevolent Malignancy, and Nathaniel Lee's Why I Bought Satan Two Cokes on the Day I Graduated from High School. In short, Alex Schwartzman does good stuff, and I'm pretty stoked that Tina's narrated his book called Explaining Cthulhu to Grandma. Yeah, you heard it right. And if you like the sound of that, I think you're really going to enjoy listening to it, or reading it. Here's the thing. I've been spending some time the last couple of weeks myself listening to it, and we happen to have a free audiobook copy for one of you. So email me at dave at escapeartist.net, mention Explaining Cthulhu to Grandma in the subject line, and Alex and I will hook you up with 10 hours of Tina Connolly's lovely voice, reading a lot of good stories to you. And then, you and I can talk about them all on Twitter or message board or Facebook or whatever. Good times, right? So, Let's move on to Tina Connolly's very fun story. One of the things we've loved doing here at Podcastle was the occasional full cast production, which we wouldn't be able to do without the help of our sound producer, Peter Wood. Here's something that Anna and I were keenly aware of, though. We've done some excellent full cast stories. We featured Scott Lynch and Harry Connolly, but the feature stories? They generally seem to be about guys. We really, really wanted to find a story that featured women as the protagonists and cast some of our favorite voices. And then, lo and behold, Tina's story appeared like magic in our inbox, as if it had been summoned from stacks by an unholy folded one, ready to be a caped stranger and fight any kind of evil that got in its way. So, here we are, very happy to present to you all today... Super Baby Moms Group Saves the Day by Tina Connolly, originally published in Unidentified Funny Objects 3, edited by Alex Schwartzman, and read to you by a lot of awesome people. So, my friends, assemble and enjoy the story. Super Baby Moms Group Saves the Day by Tina Connolly. From Steph Jones Tanaka. Bilingual biologist at supermail.com. Two, super baby moms at superdupergroups.com. Subject, intros. 
Hey, super moms. Here's the email group I mentioned to a couple of you at preschool today. Teacher Stacy said there are four of us families in the system right now at Little Darlings Preschool and shared your emails with me. Hope that's okay. I think we can learn from each other. Please go ahead and introduce yourself and your kids and feel free to share a problem you're having right now. Chances are you're not alone. As for me, I have twin four-year-olds, Isabel Coe and Beatrix I. Isabel has super strength and Beatrix has x-ray vision. Isabel is going through a hitting phase. Our front door has been obliterated twice. Beatrix knows all about sex from looking through the neighbor's walls. Apparently, the neighbors have way more fun than we do. I'm tempted to put both girls in a cement dome covered in foil until they're 20. Hope to hear from you all. Hugs, Steph. Live each day like the planet might explode tomorrow. Who knows, right? From Zoe Wallace, Zoe Bowie at supermail.com to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com Re-intros Oh my god, Steph, thanks for starting this group. I have a boy, Rocket, who is three, and we just had a new baby, Lilac, who is five months. Rocket was doing just fine up until the baby was born, and now... Oh my god, I don't even know. Have any of you dealt with kids who won't stop stretching? Apparently he's been tying knots around the other children with his stretched out legs. I've tried bribing him with stickers, also with capes. Nothing. I cringe every time I pick him up from Little Darlings now. Teacher Stacy keeps talking to him about helping hands and human hands, but he just laughs and sticks out his tongue till it touches the other wall. Going crazy here, and we don't even know what Lilac's powers are yet. Dread finding out it's something like super boobs, because I will not be down with buying her a spandex leotard with holes cut out of it. Zoe, human hands are not stretchy hands. Wallace. From Alicia Marquez, CEO Marquez at supermail.com, to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com, Ray intros. Hello, Steph and Zoe. I have one daughter, Alexandra Maria, who's three and in Rocket's class. Forgive my bluntness, Zoe, but my daughter and I have had some serious talks already about Rocket's behavior. She knows that it is unacceptable to submit to his inappropriate elasticity, not just for herself, but as an example for other girls who may be too timid to speak up. I am glad you do not see it as a boys-will-be-boys issue, as I find far too many mothers do. Unfortunately, not only is my daughter too shy to tell Rocket how she feels about his knots, her superpower is that of turning herself inaudible. We are hoping it will be accompanied by invisibility as well. Her grandmother has both talents. But so far, she remains a frustratingly symbolic metaphor for being both a woman and a woman of color in this world. Best, Alicia. Alt-email CEO at Marquez.com. From... Zoe Wallace, Zoe Bowie at supermail.com. Two, super baby moms at superdupergroups.com. Re intros. Oh God, Alicia, I'm so sorry. I swear we're working on it. I will write more later. Rocket has me tied to chair. I'm pushing keyboard buttons with nose. Zoe, down with the patriarchy, even when he's three, Wallace. From Tiffy Turner, 
spandexmom at supermail.com. 2. Superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com. 3. Intros. Hi, ladies. Sorry for the delay, but we just got back from getting Hadley a new skirt for flying practice. I am blessed with three amazingly super children over here. Hadley is our flyer. She just turned seven. Williamsburg is four, and his talent is weather control. He's in the class with Steph's darling twins. And Dartmouth is two months old, and already showing signs of being clever with fire. She lit the candles on Hadley's birthday cake last week. Zoe, hang in there. I'm sure your baby will turn up with something eventually. All my super kids showed their talents by at least three months. But it generally is much later, as I'm sure you know from Rocket. Steph said we should each share a problem we're facing right now. But honestly, we have no problems. Life is, well, super. P.S. Does anyone know who the kid was who brought slugs to school last week? Apparently they escaped. Williamsburg found one in his snack container, and he was quite aggrieved. I wouldn't be so upset, only Williamsburg likes to carry a shaker of sea salt for his snack, and the slug died when it came into contact. Also, it was an antique snack container signed by Amazing Man. XOXO, Tiffy. Hadley is the most delightful student it's ever been my privilege to teach. Mrs. Stout, first grade teacher. From Steph Jones Tanaka, bilingual biologist at supermail.com, to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com. Subject, slugs. Ooh, sorry, Tiffy. The slugs were Beatrix's doing. She wanted to see what they would look like inside things, including, apparently, Williamsburg's lunchbox. We have confiscated the slugs and returned them to the yard. Thanks for your kind words on the girls. I've always thought Williamsburg was such a darling child, so nicely dressed, and he always asks me what I think of the weather. Now I understand why. Alicia, I understand your frustration. Believe me, it's so hard raising girls in this world, especially girl supers. Mine don't need any help fighting their own battles, which is both good and bad when you're called in because Isabel punched the cubbies to smithereens, but I can well imagine your frustration. Zoe, hang in there, too. Things will get better. My younger brother's talent is levitating others. Preschool was a nightmare. And grade school. And junior high, come to that. But it did get better. Now he has a good job with a Coast Guard hoisting drowning people out of the ocean and is super responsible. Hugs, Steph. Live each day like the planet might be wiped out by mutated giraffe flu tomorrow. Who knows, right? From Zoe Wallace. Zoe Bowie at supermail.com to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com Re intros Hi, Tiffany. Yes, I'm sure Lilac's talent will show up soon. We're not worried. By the way, I'm sure I'm just confused, but I thought you had four children? There's a teenage girl who's been picking up Williamsburg all summer, and I thought she said she was his big sister. Zoe, the baby ate holes in my brain, but maybe that's just her talent. Wallace. 
from Tiffy Turner, Spandex Mom at Supermail.com. Two, Super Baby Moms at SuperDuperGroups.com. Three, Intros. Hi, Zoe. It's Tiffy, actually, not Tiffany. Yes, our oldest Amherst is 14, but she's not a super, so I didn't mention her as I thought this list was about parenting our supers. Although sometimes I like to joke that she has the talent of driving us all insane. She suddenly refused to accompany Hadley to flying lessons, even though she's always loved it. She recently covered her entire room in foil, which, as a super myself, is hard not to take personally. And she used to spend all her time writing stories, which was at least harmless, but now she's switched over to the drums, which is driving us completely bananas. If anyone has any suggestions for stopping this, I'm all ears. Not literally, as my talent is calming, not shape-shifting. Steph, thank you. I always thought Williamsburg might have a second talent, for fashion. But his father doesn't like me to suggest that. Williamsburg designed my most recent super outfit, though. I mean, not that I'm currently fighting crime or anything, as I make sure to put my kids first. But you know how it is. Hard to give up the spandex, you know. Anyway, everyone always asks who the label is. XO Tiffy Williamsburg has the best helping hands I have ever seen. Teacher Stacy. From Zoe Wallace, Zoe Bowie at supermail.com to Super Baby Moms at superdupergroups.com. Re intros. Hi, Tiffy. It's Zoe, actually, not Zoe. But I realize it can be hard to find those strange characters on your keyboard if you're not used to French words. Zoe, alt shift quotation mark comma e, Wallace. From Steph Jones Tanaka, bilingual biologist at supermail.com to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com. Subject, checking in. Hey, supermoms. I just realized it's been a whole week since we last spoke. I'm sure you guys are just as busy as I am. I've been trying to start back into part-time work at my old lab, and it's a strain to find the time to do everything I used to do and work as well. Tiffy, I've been thinking about your difficulty with Amherst, and I wonder if she's feeling a little left out at not getting to go to flying practice and weather practice and fire practice herself, you know? It may not be her thing, but... Teacher Stacy said she's looking for a teenage helper as we start into the summer class. Maybe a little responsibility and money would make her feel like she has a talent too. I know I'm glad to be back in the lab and not just be in my mommy role as much as I love the girls. Just a thought. Smiley face. Hugs. Steph. Live each day like a genetically engineered dragon might fry the earth tomorrow. Who knows, right? From... Tiffy Turner, Spandex Mom at Supermail.com. Two, Super Baby Moms at SuperDuperGroups.com. Three, Checking In. Thanks, Steph. I'll have her drop off her resume. Tiffy. 
Seriously, I would babysit that darling Dartmouth for free. Angie, Nanny. From Steph Jones Tanaka, bilingual biologist at supermail.com, to super baby moms at superdupergroups.com, subject, new member. Hi again, super moms. I think we got off to a bit of a rocky start, but I still think there's a lot we can help each other with. I invited a new mother to join as teacher Stacy said this morning that a kid in the threes class suddenly developed a talent. She said his family wasn't expecting it at all. How exciting. Hopefully she'll post later. Hope you all are doing well. Tiffy, I'm so excited to see Amherst helping out with the classes at school. Teacher Stacy said she's been telling stories to the kids and seems to be really enjoying herself. Isabel and Beatrix came home last week full of a long story she told them about a girl who transformed into a sparkly fire truck and flew to the moon with her sidekick, Iceman, to battle a bunch of fire monkeys or something. Very imaginative kiddo you've got there. Hugs, Steph. Live each day like a plague of super spiders might web everything tomorrow. Who knows, right? From DeAndre Johnson, Tired Mom at Supermail.com, to Super Baby Moms at SuperDuperGroups.com, subject, help. Hi, I'm DeAndre. Steph invited me. My son, Denzel, suddenly discovered this weekend he could make water freeze. Frankly, we are all shocked around here as no one in our family ever has had this. I mean, ice cube sounds nice as it's summer and all, but it's downright shocking to turn on the shower and get icicles. And then I guess he froze some kid's tongue to his drink at school today. I'm already at my wit's end and hoping for suggestions. DeAndre, sent from my iPhone. Please excuse typos as I'm probably asleep. From Zoe Wallace, Zoe Bowie at supermail.com to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com Re-help. Hi, DeAndre. Lots of empathy here, as that must have been shocking. We were prepared for a super, and it was still shocking the first time Rocket shot his arm across the room to grab a cookie out of Dad's hand. Of course, it's helpful if one or both parents are supers. His dad is able to make things briefly turn to jello. I know, I know, (laughs) that's what she said. But seriously, if you can turn a super tantrum into a pile of goo for one minute, it does work wonders. P.S. Don't feel too bad about the tongue freezing, as that was my son, and I'm sure he deserved it. Zoe, any day where my kid wasn't the worst is a good day. Wallace. From Tiffy Turner, spendexmom at supermail.com, to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com, re, help. DeAndre, I'd be happy to have my son Williamsburg talk to him if you'd like. It can be helpful to have a well-behaved super around to show him the ropes. And I understand you about it being shocking. No one in my family was a super. And then suddenly I turned out to be super skilled at calming. And I was quite a late bloomer as it didn't happen until after Amherst was born. Probably because I never needed it before. She had colic and was so fussy that something just clicked on. Honestly, that's why there's such a gap between Amherst and Hadley. 
I joined a league and helped subdue riots in heels and spandex for seven years. Before my husband pointed out it was time to have the other children we'd wanted to have. Tiffy. Hadley is the most talented super I've seen in years. Dr. Humphrey's flying teacher. From Alicia Marquez, CEO Marquez at supermail.com, to super baby moms at superdupergroups.com, Ray Help. Hello, Deandra. I am glad that you have joined the group. Alexandra Maria told me all about the little boy at school today who kept putting ice cubes down her dress. She explained to me that it meant he liked her, but I explained that there are more appropriate ways of showing affection, and they all involve keeping one's hands to oneself. Believe me, Deandra and Zoe, I do empathize with the difficulties of socializing a boy to master appropriate and respectful behavior. But I was raised to speak my mind, and I feel that it would, in fact, be disrespectful of you two women if I did not alert you to the situation and show you that I have confidence that these situations will be ameliorated. Zoe, apparently Rocket is doing better about not tying his legs around Alexandra Maria's legs. However, he stretched himself up to the roof today and was dropping Cheerios on her head. Best, Alicia. Alt email CEO at Marquez.com. From Zoe Wallace, Zoe Bowie at Supermail.com, to Super Baby Moms at SuperDuperGroups.com. Subject Cheerios. Working on it, Zoe Cheerio Mom Wallace. From Steph Jones Tanaka, bilingual biologist at supermail.com, to superbaby moms at superdupergroups.com. Subject, another. Super moms, teacher Stacy told me another kid popped up with super talent today. This is really exciting. I mean, Stacy said they'd never had so many supers at once when it was just the original four families, and now two new supers in one week? I would say there's something in the water, but as I'm sure you all know, super ability is not a bug and is in fact passed genetically. I'm sure this is completely explicable by some latent recessive gene suddenly appearing. And then it's perfectly natural to have cluster groups form a bunch of things happen at once and it appears to be statistically significant, but in fact it's completely random distribution. Still, what are the odds? No, seriously, what are the odds? I think I may need to go down to Little Darling's preschool and take a look around. Hugs! Steph. Live each day like the earth might turn to jelly tomorrow. Who knows, right? From Joseph Goldman, j.goldman at supermail.com to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com Subject, introducing ourselves. Hi, my son Isaiah is a student at Little Darling's Preschool. Just now he explained to me very seriously that he has a hitherto unsuspected talent for swimming underwater and never needing to come up for air. In the face of my skepticism, he demonstrated in the bathtub. This seems harmless enough, albeit pruny. I am told that those of you on this email group face this sort of thing every day. Any thoughts? Sincerely, Joseph. From Lindsay Morgan, Lindsay Bear at supermail.com to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com. Subject Can you explain this, please? 
Hi. This is Lindsay, mom of Trooper in Fours class. Do you know what's going on with this superpowers thing? I thought this was just on TV, but teacher Stacy says to contact you for help. I should mention that Trooper came home flying today. This this is very disturbing. Can you tell me how to get rid of this? Trooper is on the ceiling fan again. I have to go. Lindsay. From Felicia Kiatkowski. Felicia K. at Supermail.com. To Supermoms at SuperDuperGroups.com. Subject, truck, truck, truck. You guys, I am freaked out. My daughter just turned herself into a truck. An honest-to-God Humvee. I mean... A little tiny one, conservation of mass and all that, but WTF, holy BBQ. We have no problem with having a tiny super in the family. But I guess Carolina and I always thought if our kid developed a talent, it would be something we'd heard of, like invisibility or flying. WTF truck. Felicia. From Steph Jones Tanaka, bilingual biologist at supermail.com, to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com. Subject, come to the preschool now. Um, I think anyone who's not at work better get down here ASAP. Every single kid at this preschool is now a super. One kid is cloning himself. One kid is turning into a monkey. One kid is turning into a giant grilled cheese. I don't even know. Rocket has tied up teacher Stacy with his legs, Zoe, and is using his hands to lift the other preschool helpers up onto the roof. Another girl is making walls of water around the roof and Denzel is freezing them. Isabel is running around screaming, Isabel smash! The road is torn up. Help! Live each day like the planet might turn into an orange and be eaten by Captain Giant Man tomorrow. Who knows, right? From Zoe Wallace, Zoe Bowie at supermail.com to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com Re, come to the preschool now! Steph, I'm here, but I can't see you through the cloud of squid ink. Can you whistle? My only talent is speed reading, and that's not doing me much. Also, if you see a stretched out limb, that would be my son. Oh my god, those are so not helping hands. Tiffy, I hate to say it, but I think we need your calming powers. Where are you? Zoe knows when to call for reinforcements. Wallace... From Alicia Marquez, CEO Marquez at supermail.com, to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com, subject, new supers. I am terribly sorry, but I am in the middle of a board meeting. I have asked my secretary to drive over on my behalf. She is a black belt and is also bringing Starbucks. I have texted Alexandra Maria to remind her that now would be a good time to form alliances with the other girl children, such as Isabel and Beatrix, in order to bring Rocket and Denzel and so on to justice. With the perspective that comes with distance, I am wondering, does it not seem peculiar that all these new supers started appearing just after Amherst started working there, and that some of their new powers may correspond to Amherst's highly fertile imagination? I would explore the possibility that Amherst is a super after all. I believe her talent is that of creating supers. Steph, as a biologist, is such a thing possible? Best, Alicia. Alt email CEO at Marquez.com. 
from Steph Jones Tanaka, bilingual biologist at supermail.com, to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com. Ray, new supers. Not only possible, but highly likely. Beatrix has looked through the walls to the classroom and says that Amherst is huddled under the craft project table, screaming, Turn it off! Turn it off! I'm currently watching Isabel smash our way in so I can try to talk Amherst down. It's possible she might be able to get through to the children. Tiffy, we need you now. Are you out of coverage or something? Do you have a bat signal? Look, if we get through today, we really need to all have bat signals, okay? It's not helicopter parenting, just good common sense. Live each day like a pack of cards might come to life and wipe us out in the game of war tomorrow. Who knows, right? From Zoe Wallace, Zoe Bowie at supermail.com to Super Baby Moms at superdupergroups.com. Re, come to the preschool now. Rocket found me, grabbed me, and retracted me onto the roof. I'm up here with a bunch of frightened and or tantruming mini supers and pissed off teacher Stacy. Not sure we'll be allowed to continue being little darlings, frankly. Can calm down Rocket, but not all these others. Oh, thank goodness. Woman in spandex with baby Bjorn must be Tiffy. Gonna have Rocket bring her up. Zoe, texting champion of the world, Wallace. From Lindsay Morgan, Lindsay Bear at supermail.com to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com. Subject, can you explain this, please? Hi, I heard sirens and then logged on and found this. Drove right over and I see you people have a lot of nerve. Can you explain what sort of devil magic you have sucked my child into? Tripper is a good kid and now she's flying around and around the school like a tetherball. Oh, wait. Everything suddenly got real calm and I feel really good about everything. This will all be all right, won't it? Lindsay. From Alicia Marquez, CEO Marquez at supermail.com to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com. Ray, new supers. I'm out of the board meeting. What's the status? Did Tiffy make it? Best Alicia. Alt email CEO at Marquez.com. From Zoe Wallace, Zoe Bowie at supermail.com to superbabymoms at superdupergroups.com. Subject, update, everything okay. Don't worry, Alicia, it's all under control. Tiffy calmed everybody. I mean, everybody. And we all feel really good now. Rocket lowered everyone down from the roof, and I think he really had a breakthrough. He said, oh, these are my helping hands, as he put everyone gently on the sidewalk. Tiffy is in there with Amherst, who is in the hiccuping stage of crying. So is Tiffy. Zoe, Rooftop, Wallace. From Tiffy Turner, Spandex Mom at Supermail.com. To Superbabymoms at Superdupergroups.com. Subject Thank you. Moms, thanks for all your help yesterday. I admit when Steph started this group, I didn't understand the point. I thought I had it all figured out. But now, when I got to Little Darlings yesterday, I saw Zoe up on the rooftop, helping control a bunch of frightened and inexperienced super kids. 
My Williamsburg said he was about to summon a flash flood to help get them off the roof, until Zoe talked him out of it. I calmed down the toddlers and then made a beeline for my poor Amherst. I found her sniffling with Steph, who was explaining to her very rationally about genetics and superpowers and how none of this meant she was a bad person. She just needs to learn how to control it. It seemed to be sinking in. She might even unfoil her room. Alicia's secretary had lattes for everyone while we cleaned up the mess. Even our newest members, Deandre and Felicia and Joseph, were helping, and they'd never encountered super tantrums before. It really does take a village. And as for me, I never realized that my own talent's appearance was due to my daughter. Tom and I must both have a recessive somewhere way back to produce Amherst, and baby Amherst needed me to calm her. Odds are my three younger kids probably owe their talents to Amherst, too. Amherst and I are going to go away for a special girls' weekend. And then... I think I'm going to go back to being anti-riot girl again. While we were huddled under the table, Amherst told me a story about a mother minivan who could be anything she wanted to be. I think it might be time to do that. XO. Tiffy. I want Amherst to tell me the one about the glittery fire truck again. Hazel. Four. From Steph Jones Tanaka, bilingual biologist at supermail.com, to superbaby moms at superdupergroups.com. Subject New members. Hi, so very many super moms and dads. I've sent out invites to all the parents at Little Darlings, so we're about to get an influx of, oh, 40 new members or so. Maybe 80 if both parents join in. Don't be shy, new parents. We are all in this together. Teacher Stacy says she can't kick us all out, but that we'd better band together and be on the ball. I think with your help, we can do that. Hugs, Steph. Live each day like your children might destroy the preschool tomorrow. Who knows, right? And welcome back. Well, oh, that was fun. So, cast list, right? Yeah, cast list. Steph was played for you by the marvelous CSC Cooney, who has an Indiegogo right now for Brimstone Rhyme, which is basically a bunch of really awesome music that she's putting together and I'm super excited about. Zoe was played by Amal El-Motar, who yet again fell prey to my amazing plus six eyelashes. Sorry about that amount. Alicia was, of course, the one, the only M.K. Hobson, Hobson who has a new novella coming out called The Ladies and the Gentlemen, set in the same world as her native star books. Don't miss that. Tiffy was played by Tina Connolly of Toasted Cake, Iron Skin, and her new YA book, Seriously Wicked, which is going to be seriously freaking awesome. We kind of broke our own rule about letting the author read this one, but, you know, some rules need to be broken and need to be broken by Tina. I played the part of Joseph. Lindsay was played by our friend Marguerite Kenner, host of the fantastic Cast of Wonders podcast. Felicia was played by my glorious co-editor Anna Schwend. 
And finally, DeAndre was performed by LaShawn Wanick. LaShawn, I'm sorry to say, has decided to step down from Podcastle as associate editor to focus on her writing. And I just want to say it was an amazing experience having her on board with us here. She brought so much to our team, in particular, probably a better sense of humor. And I hope I get to work with her more in the future. I'm super excited to read the stories that she's writing. I've mentioned before her story, 21 Steps to Enlightenment Minus One, which is just an incredible story. Totally deserves a lot of recognition. And, uh, you know, if that's the kind of thing that LaShawn's going to be focusing on, hell yeah. We're all in for a treat. Solidarity on that score, LaShawn. Thank you so much for all the hard work. It was an honor to work with you. And again, this being a full cast production, we cannot thank Peter Wood enough for putting a lot of blood into this one and a lot of sweat. Thank you, Peter. Okay, how about one more feedback from me? This week for E. Lily Yu, The Pilgrim and the Angel, read by Rajan Khanna. Generally, this was received really well with uh, Albion Moonlight saying, I really, really liked this story. I thought that it was wonderful to have a fantasy story that unabashedly embraced a mainstream religious tradition. I also thought that the parallel between Hagar and Farid were very well done. Farid's son was just as much in a desert as Hagar's son. It was just a desert of isolation and not sand. And he went on a desperate journey to save him. I also felt like this whole story was full of light and joy, which was another wonderful and refreshing approach that you don't always see in contemporary fantasy. Very, very well done. Well, thank you very much for that, and to everyone else who took the time to comment on this story, you can get in on the discussion at forum.escapeartist.net. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode. One of our goals at PodCastle was, you know, to really try and push and see how different and fresh fantasy could be. Over the last five years, we've brought you a large kaleidoscope of stories, and we took a lot of pride in trying to make each week different from the next, and the champion authors you may not have heard of before. Why? Well, it's because we believe in diversity. We believe that introducing you to folks like Saladin Ahmed, Ken Liu, Amalo Motar, Elili Yu, An Owamoyala, Claire Humphrey, Zen Cho, Monadipa Mandel, just to name a few, and a bunch of others. That was important. And it provided a different viewpoint than the same old fantasy fiction that we've grown accustomed to. We're proud of that. And we hope you enjoyed it too. So I'd like to encourage you, our audience, to continue championing diversity. Continue embracing new authors like Rachel K. Jones and Heather Rose Jones, Setsu Izume, right alongside folk like Tim Pratt and Daniel Abraham, lifting them up and making a lot of noise about them. Look, fantasy is a wonderful genre. I believe that now more than ever. I believe it's an important genre, and I believe in the power of pure escapism, but it's best when it's not the same tired vanilla stories over and over again. It's best to have different perspectives, and I urge you, to seek those perspectives out and those voices. And if you're not hearing or reading them, I urge you to make your voices heard and demand them. There's so much to still explore in this genre. There's so many new places to go. 
I'm excited to go there. That's a big part of why we did Podcastle for these last five years, because we think it made a difference. Another big part, though maybe not quite as obvious, was community. We've had a lot of fun on this road with our friends, with these stories, and, well, with you. I've had a lot of fun talking to you on Twitter, Facebook, or our forum, or just kind emails that came in thanking us for providing a safe space for you and a bunch of good stories. And in the spirit of that camaraderie, well, I have another gift for you. Unlike Alex Schwartzman's book, which I hope a lot of you email me about, this gift is one I want to give to everyone. I wrote you all a story. It's a story specifically for podcast listeners, and especially for Anna, who hasn't heard or read it yet. I've recorded it, and I put it up on my brand spanking new website, spiritualnoir.net, which I'll link to in the show notes, for you all to listen to. And that's the only place you can find it right now. It's not available to read anywhere else. Like I said, it's a love letter to Podcastle, a love letter to my friends who are with us on the journey, and that kind of makes it a love letter to all of you, too. It's called And Welcome Back, which should maybe help brace you for what kind of story it is, and also that it may hit some of you in the feels. I've been told it's made at least one friend and fellow traveler cry. And I had a blast writing it, found it incredibly satisfying. Once again, you can find it at spiritualnoir.net. Give it a listen, and look, thank you so much for coming on this journey with us. Let me know what you think. Enjoy, and seriously, I love you all. Thanks for everything. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep listening, keep escaping. Well, that was our show for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. My friends, on behalf of all of us here at Podcastle with Sean Wanick, Graham Dunlop, Sarah Goldman, Arun Jiwa, M.K. Opson, Peter Wood, Anna Schwend. Wonderful, amazing Anna Schwend. Best damn co-editor a guy could ask for. Anna, thank you for being there week after week. On behalf of all of us, it has been an honor and a privilege to be here with you week after week. Thank you. Be sure and tune in for a very special podcast next week with Anna and that mystery story we've spent years trying to get. Remember that with great power also comes great responsibility. As Stan the man said long ago, use it well. Goodbye.